dolphins and jags. What a drag! Welcome, football fans, to episode 71 of the Surf and Artificial Turf podcast. I'm Baxter Hill. This is my co-host, Casey Thompson. Casey, how was your non-football week, buddy? Two weeks. Yeah. Because let me tell you, if you are on the fence about having kids... <laughs> Get off of it. <laughs> Get off. Run, run, to, run to a different yard. You are in the wrong playground because um, it is tough when both kids have fevers, which happened this past week. And Elliot, our oldest, had could not sleep lying down horizontally. Therefore, I held him in the rocking chair for naps and nighttime slumber. Um, so I really appreciate the bed at this point <laughs> it's very very high quality um we are past it though you know and we are moving forward and yeah we're hoping we're hoping they never get sick again for the next 15 to 18 <laughs> years <laughs> just with two margaritas in it's gonna be caught caught in the background laughing a lot to just one side <laughs> Of this pod as my oh. headphones on, uh, so yeah, so really, it will really understand oh, why man. she's with me because she finds me so hilarious. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! How the how? Oh my god! And today is the most special day. Today, most special um, day. My child is four today. Uh, we had pizza party with my in laws and a birthday cake. She got some presents. She had a great time. Uh, her most exciting addition is that she uh, has been upgraded from the crib converted to crib bed to a twin-sized mattress, and she's loving life in her big girl bed. Couldn't be happier. Uh, I hope for the same thing. We're doing the same thing um, in like a week or two. Because he's already, I mean, because he's, um, for one, he's, he's like tall. Like if you look at him in the crib mattress, you're like, wow, you know, there's not a lot of space anymore. Um, Can't be comfortable. And uh, at this point, over these past two weeks, which have been hell, um, if I have not mentioned that already, uh, <laughs> he has, uh, he no longer is, it's in like the convertible crib stage as well. There's mm. no, there's no front. So at this point, you may as may as well go to a big boy bed. <laughs> go big or go home. That's what I say. Uh, and so that's that's where we're at. The mattress is in. We're waiting for the bed. It's like a floor bed type of thing, and um, it's uh, it's all happening just one year sooner than <laughs> how it's worth happening for you, you yeah, lucky yeah. duck. <laughs> you ready to get started? Um. Yeah, sure. what are you so she had a good day. She had a good day otherwise. Yeah, I mean, we went. We, it was pretty much a normal Wednesday. Other than that, went to the park, uh, got a happy meal. Pretty much the usual for a Wednesday. What's next week look like for you? 
I'm going to Disney next week. We're going to Disney next week, buddy. Well, get excited. You're going for a day. Very excited to see the Thompsons. Listen. But we're going (laughs) for like four days. The best day. Um, I don't know how how we're going to pod, but I guess we can talk about that offline. Tuesday. Uh, All right. Okay. Tuesday. Okay. Uh, I am drinking Vega because it's the last beer I have in my fridge. Uh, I will be restocking Saturday for Super Bowl and go from there. Sweetwater Triple Tail. Oh, Tropical okay. IPA. It is new. It's a variety pack. As you guys know, we uh, in- enjoy to do the variety packs. Uh, it's good. It's definitely not the best one out of the, the variety pack. Variety. The, <laughs> the double hazy IPA is very nice. Okay, here we go. Don't remember how to do this transition well anymore. It's been it's been ages. Uh, Dolphins hired a new defensive coordinator. We're a little late to the game, a little late to the news, but um, just wanted to give a little bit of background on Vic Fangio, and then kind of just give quick some quick thoughts. So the Dolphins hired uh, their new defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. Uh, he started coaching the NFL, Casey, in nineteen. 19- 86 as a Damn. linebackers coach for the I Saints. wasn't born yet. You were 33, I think, at the time. That it's is pretty correct. crazy. <laughs> he was the linebackers coach for the Saints, and it's a linebacker crew that had its own nickname. Did you know this? No, because I was not born yet. <laughs> free beer, if you could give me the name of no, the... I'll give you a hint. Here. Okay. It is comic book related. And think about where the Saints play. Um, I still, I still can't think. I don't want to take too long here. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bayou Brothers. No, nope. Dome Patrol. <laughs> okay. Moved on in 1995 to the DC of the Panthers for their inaugural season. Continued as a DC uh, around the league slash college until being named head coach of the Broncos in 2019. Uh. Summarily fired because the Broncos, not great. Picked some poor quarterbacks. Um, was a defensive consultant for the Eagles this last season. Uh, most notable part of the Fangio defense is this new wave style cover two defense that a lot of teams are employing. Your quick thoughts on the Fangio hire, Casey. Love it. Uh, that, those are my quick thoughts on the Fangio hire, but no, I, I think that it's, I mean, McDaniel, he said that he was, I mean, it, it was already, it already came out that he was looking into him last year. Mm-hmm. We retained Boyer. Um, that did not work out. Uh, I cannot be more excited than having Vic, the big dick Fangio on our, on our <laughs> squad here. Yeah. Was, uh... Um, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's just, it's going to be nice to – because we have a lot of talent. I think the issues were scheme-related mm-hmm. um, for the most part. And so I think that with Banjo's history, he's had so many top 10 defenses. Um, you know, even when he was head coach of the Broncos, uh, defense was not the issue there. Correct. And he has – Built defenses up, 
uh, when he was with the Bears. They were 31st. They ended up third by the time he, you know, was picked off that squad. I mean, it's just like he he is a premier talent at the defensive coordinator position. And it's hard to find it because you know what happens. They usually become head coaches when you're that good. And he already went through it. And so it's one of those situations where we're catching him at a good time. And, of course, we're paying him the most ever <laughs> for a coordinator. Um, but who cares? You know, it's not my money. Um, and Yeah, it's not cap space. It's, it's, who it, cares? It's so many reasons a good fit mm-hmm. for McDaniel and this team. Uh, another reason, one of the ones that you didn't state, that I really like when you have a younger um, head coach with less experience. I like a coordinator on whatever the opposite side of the ball is that they are on to have a ton of experience. Now, McDaniel was very good at in-game situations and scenarios and stuff like that, but I still think it's good to have that difference between a younger guy and an older guy with a lot of experience for that for that younger head coach to be able to bounce ideas, information off of, and to be able to glean experience from somebody like Fangio. I think it'll be a good match, um, especially because McDaniel is very much a, the defensive coordinator is the guy running the show on the defense and is, you know, going to not be micromanaging what Vic Fangio is trying to do on the defensive side of the ball. Yes, um, absolutely agree. It's it's a great pairing and a, a great situation to have that, very experienced guy with head coaching experience on the other side of the ball of the offensive genius Mike McDaniel and I would say that in terms of the players you know Jalen Phillips Christian Wilkins had incredible years this past year Mm. Javon Holland I would say took a bit of a step back in his second year from his rookie year Uh, still a great player yeah still a great safety but in the Vic Fangio defense is going to be electric. And I'm yeah. really excited to see Javon Holland in this defense, probably with some better corners around him, probably with Brandon Jones back, obviously. Um, I just think that, oof, I, I'm, you know, the Super Bowl has not happened yet, and I'm already excited just yeah. because of a hire of a coordinator. I cannot remember the time ever that I've ever been this excited for a hire of a coordinator. But we made the playoffs and our defense had some issues and it was not because of talent. And so, I mean, there are obvious improvements we need to make on our offensive line. We could add a linebacker or a cornerback to a stay healthy, but just the coordinator alone is a huge boost to our outlook for 2023. Holland, uh, for me also is the guy that I'm looking at circling as, as the guy who should make the leap in this scheme. All right, moving on. We are to our Super Bowl preview. Uh, Kansas city is at this point in time, when I wrote it down a one and a half point underdog, uh, the line moves aggressively pretty much every hour. I think it's kind of starting to stay steady, but it's been changing a lot. Um, so I broke this down 
let's first look at Kansas City's offense versus Philly's defense. What are you looking for when Casey's on the field with the ball uh, against this Philadelphia defense, Casey? Uh, I'm looking at Travis Kelsey. And um, that's the number one target by far for Patrick Mahomes at this point. It is Kelsey, then a huge drop-off, and then just a scattering. I mean, mostly, honestly, Isaiah Pacheco, I think that he's going to be important in this game for the Chiefs. But whatever the Eagles can do to limit Travis Kelsey, I think it's going to go a long way um, to stifling this Kansas City offense. Uh, Much like what we were talking about with the Eagles playing the 49ers where the 49ers had not seen, or the Eagles had not seen a defense as good as the 49ers. Um, The chiefs offensive line has been very good this year, but I do not believe that they've played a defensive line where there are four guys with 10 plus sacks on it. Uh, Mahomes still dealing with a high ankle sprain. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen for their uh, offensive line. Can they keep, um, the defensive line off of Patrick Mahomes, or is it going to be a repeat of the Bucks Super Bowl where Patrick Mahomes is under duress every second of the game? Yeah, I don't think it'll be that bad. Um, you know, sure. that was a a kind of uh, pile up of back bad circumstances uh, with injuries and things like that. Uh, this Chiefs offensive line is is pretty decent, uh, so I do think that. Obviously, we're going to see some classic Mahomes scrambling type plays, mm-hmm. uh, but you do that, you see that in all games, and I mean, we're obviously also going to see some sacks, uh, but high ankle springs got to be in, in quotes at this point based on how well he played against Cincinnati. Um, it didn't seem like it was that bad, and that was a week after he suffered the injury, two more weeks away from that injury. Um, I, I don't expect it to be that bad. I honestly have more concerns about Jalen Hurts than I do Patrick Mahomes in terms of injury. Um, and I think that uh, I, I, I do think that the Chiefs will be just fine. I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't have too much else to say about the Chiefs' offense. I'm interested to see what the wide receivers are going to look like with a, a lot of them being injured. But like you had said. Uh, Kelsey's kind of going to be the primary target there. He's going to be a large part of this of this game. I would imagine uh, the Chiefs' road to victory is uh, Travis Kelsey having a record amount of receptions in a Super Bowl for a tight end. Yeah, I mean, they, the, the Eagles have some good cornerbacks. So Juju and MVS, you know, they're going to be uh, have some tough matchups. So I don't know. It does. It, it's going to be in my mind, a lot of Kelsey, a lot of Tony, a lot of Isaiah Pacheco, Pacheco, um, and I just think that, um, you know, that's going to be the, uh, you know, key to victory for them because I think Hardman's out. I don't know. Hardman's out. Tony's still dealing with an ankle injury and uh, Juju has a calf. Edward Tolaire is back, uh, which doesn't mean much at this point based on how well (laughs) Isaiah is playing. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that's it for that side of the ball. That's my last right. thoughts, I think. Philly O versus KCD. Um, Philly's offense, man, 
sneaky one of the better run games in the NFL this season. Uh, Miles Sanders over over a thousand yards rushing, uh, over ten touchdowns, I believe. Their offense, even with these wide receivers, has been very very good running the ball. So I'm very interested to see if they can keep it going, if they can keep this run game going, if Kansas City can stop it. If they can stop it, they, man, Philly's offense is just so good. I'm I'm having a hard time coming up with reasons why Philly isn't going to win this Super Bowl, Casey. Oh, it's because of Jalen Hurts. Um, I think that the Chiefs' run defense is pretty good. And so if you have to trust in Jalen Hurts, how he reacts in that type of pressure situation. Um, you know, he for the most part, the Eagles um, this year has gotten some leads, um, but there have been some rough games when they're behind that Jalen Hurts hasn't looked at well. And because he still has those injuries and he hasn't really had to exert himself in these two playoff games, we really don't know how badly injured he still is. They blew out the Giants. They blew out the 49ers because of the situation, because of their run game mostly, um, and because of the the terrible 49ers luck. Um, but so I'm curious how well Jalen Hurts performs. Um, you know, I I do have some concerns there, both about him being unable to use his legs as much and his accuracy, and if the Chiefs can hold Sanders and Gainwell, um, then it will be more interesting to see, especially if there's a situation where the Chiefs, again, have a lead. Again, Eagles have been playing ahead a lot, so they can rely on that run game, uh, but it would be a whole new scenario uh, if the Eagles have to throw the ball more because they're behind. Yeah, I guess my just my concern for Kansas City is they've got an injured secondary and you're going against Devonta Smith and AJ Green and I suppose Brown and AJ Brown, thank you. <laughs> Not AJ Green. AJ Green. <laughs> and um I I guess they just performed pretty well against Higgins and uh Chase, but man, I just with 2 weeks to prepare for the Eagles with that uh, offensive firepower. It's just, I don't know if the chiefs have enough in their secondary to be able to hold them back. Even if they, if they end up having to pass. Yeah. But the difference is that defensive line for the chiefs is so good um, that it's going to force Jalen hurts who we again, don't know how mobile he is out of the pocket and making throws and that will force inaccurate passes. So that I think is the key to the chiefs is their defensive line against this offensive line. Another strength versus strength because that Eagles off the line is pretty decent, but what does it look like with a guy that's not a hundred percent and you have Chris Jones against the guards of the Eagles, which aren't as strong you know, I'm just curious what that looks like, and um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Do you have anything else you want to say about the Super Bowl? Uh, the matchup, no. All right, 
Uh, give me your pick em. I like the Chiefs to win 27-24. to 24. I have that exact score. Teams flipped. Eagles 27, Chiefs 24. Uh, all right. Now let's get into our Super Bowl beer bets. Uh, Casey is now up after the playoff beer bets by one and a half beers. So with that, to break the half beer, we are right now going to choose the coin flip. Casey, since you are ahead, you have choice. Do you want to choose your side of the coin or do you want me to choose the side of the coin? Uh, I'm going to choose because I forgot that we were going to do this. <laughs> and and this was a Jess beer bet. <laughs> Here we go. So it will be... The coin toss is going to be tails. No doubt about it. All right. Then I will go to the other side and I will take heads for the uh, half beer. Do you have another beer bet? Do you have, can you come up with one quickly? Get get ready, buddy. Because do I have another beer bet? Oh, brother. I got like eight. So get ready. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, hey All right. <laughs> I have you going first. Well, let's start at the beginning. Not the beginning of time, but the beginning of the, the Super Bowl presentation, sure, sure. which mm-hmm. of course is our beloved, I guess, national anthem. <laughs> our beloved national anthem, huh? That's a take. Um, and a bet that I make every year is the timing. How long does it take for the singer to sing the national anthem? This year, it is Chris Stapleton, country singer. The time is. That's why I'm unaware of who that is. (laughs) Yeah. The time is two minutes and seven seconds. This so this is just so you know this is the Vegas line right now. Um, i.e. it should be ideally like fifty fifty odds that it could be over or under. Um, so it's not like I'm not trying to bamboozle you, and he's like obviously going to go over. (laughs) I'm I'm taking the Vegas line here, um, because that's the line that I bet. Anyway, Chris Stapleton, over two minutes, seven seconds, national anthem. Can you remind me, uh, last year it did not go over, correct? Last year it did go over. Hmm. So you're going anthem. I mean, I I have to take it, right? I might as well. So I will take... (laughs) Yeah, I I will take the under. My first beer bet, starting also at the beginning of the game, kind of, I suppose. It might be the end of the game. This would be a really boring game if it was. Uh, first touchdown scored will be a passing touchdown. Hmm. So in my mind, I'm hoping the Eagles score a touchdown first because I believe that even in like short yards scenarios near the goal line, Chiefs like to pass it. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, Eagles big, big runners <laughs> um, it, 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 near the goal line. So I'm going to go ahead and take this um, in hopes that the Eagles are the first to score. Okay. Hit me with your next one. I don't know if you're going to take this one, um, but it's was one of the first discussions we had heated, if you would. Uh, I'm going to say a QB wins MVP. Uh, 
see, so my problem is that this is higher than a 50% chance of happening, right? And that's the reason why the quarterback for MVP bothers me. Um, I, I don't want to take this because it's just, there's so such an overwhelming likelihood that the quarterback will be named the MVP of, of the game. Uh, if you want to take a specific quarterback, I might be willing to take the field versus a specific quarterback, but a quarterback that just, it seems like it better than 50, 50 chance of that happening. How about if the Eagles win, Jalen hurts will win MVP. Yeah, no, if the Chiefs win, Travis Kelsey will win MVP. You get everyone else for the okay. team. Yeah, sure. I'll take that one. So, Eagles win. Hurts MVP. Chiefs win. Kelsey MVP. I'll take that one for sure. Okay, my next one. Uh, also, uh, a Kelsey uh, oh. beer bet here. Oh no! You ha- is this is this a Jess beer bet? No, I no. Go ahead. Donna Kelsey oh, is shown good. in the stand slash box before sure. the second commercial break, after the game starts, so they can show her you know a hundred times in warm ups or whatever it has to be from the moment the kickoff starts to the second commercial break starts they have to show her sometime in that time frame i'll take that okay casey hit me with your bold beer bet i'm not there yet buddy um oh boy uh, (laughs) um Because I, I ended up doing four because I don't know if you'd take the QB wins MVP one. And then I have three more from Jess. So yeah. we're going to do. Jess is trying to get more. me back into the, the positive beer bet side, yeah, huh? Yeah. Uh, the, the, next, the last non bold one that I have, which is actually kind of bold. Look, buddy. <laughs> um, teams have been much more aggressive. And that includes going for it on fourth down and things like that. I am going to contrary in this shit and say there will be either one or zero successful fourth down conversions in this game. So fourth down conversions, one and a half. Yeah. Under for me. I'll take that. Okay, I guess I'll do. Uh, since you have two, since you have more, I'll, I'll do both of mine. I have one that I don't know if you're going to agree on the premise of it being bold, but here we go. Chiefs will run some version of the Philly special, which includes two pitches with a non-quarterback throwing a pass. But the pass does not have to go to Mahomes because of injury. I wanted to try and protect myself here a little bit. But 
So it has so to. Saying, so the so the play it, has to include two pitches, yeah. two players behind the line of scrimmage with a non-quarterback throwing the ball, but the pass yeah. doesn't necessarily have to go to Mahomes, which would be the true Philly special. But what if it went to a quarterback? Doesn't have to be Mahomes. It doesn't. It but it heavy. just has to be two pitches behind the line of scrimmage into a pass. Yeah, but I like that less, because um, I could definitely see that happening. I mean. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it because you know me. Mm-hmm. I take everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me with it. I'll do my other one. Okay. As well. Yeah. No. No. No issues. Uh. So my bold one is: there's only been one tight end in the Super Bowl that has had double-digit receptions and over 100 yards. Travis Kelsey become the second tight end to do so. Kelsey double-digit receptions. Receptions and over 100 yards. Boy, this feels less bold than the one before it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll take it because it could be, you know, nine catches for 150 yards. So why not? I definitely could see this happening, though, pretty pretty quickly and easily. Okay, this is the final bet that I have. There is a stoppage. Because something goes wrong with the set of the halftime show. <laughs> Either there's a mechanical issue where it can't get off of the field or it can't yeah, get yeah, onto yeah. the field. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take it. Fireworks explode and blow the roof off of whatever sure. the yeah. stadium's yeah. called. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll take it. It's State Farm. It's the stadium State Farm. State Farm Stadium. Because um, Mahomes... Uh, I saw something about it because Mahomes is obviously sponsored by State Farm. So that I saw something about they'd pull some shenanigans. NFL's rigged. Mahomes, yeah, yeah. Uh, scripted. Oh man. Okay, on to the Jess beer bets. Thank you for Um, this, Jess. I appreciate this. Speaking of the old halftime show, Rihanna, her outfit will be predominantly black. Every other color. Yeah, I mean, I'll take, I'll take the field. Uh, how is it not predominantly black? Though? Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I definitely did not spell predominantly correct just now. <laughs> how about we go with mostly black? There you go. Uh, I'm gonna take this, but I would like. To have an impartial party, just in case it feels close. And my wife guaranteed not to listen to this show. We will ask well, my wife here, if she thinks no, that the outfit is predominantly The black. impartial party is Vegas, because I put money on this. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is that okay with you? Sure. Um, if there's a disagreement between Vegas and your wife, maybe we can bring in a third party. Maybe. Sure, sure. <laughs> Super fan Albert, maybe. Um, all right. So we did this last year, and Jess was successful in selecting the Gatorade color that we used in the bath on the winner, winning head coach. This year, after last year selecting blue, I believe, this year she is going with lime slash green slash yellow. What? Again, 
this is the Vegas standard for that color. They don't want to, uh, sure, sure, lose on a te- like be technical there. So it's basically lime, but some people call it yellow Gatorade. Some people call it green Gatorade. Um, but it's it's the it's that color. You get the field. I'll take it. Thanks, Jess. Last one. Beloved brother to Patrick Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes. Everyone oh, loves him. No. From kickoff to when the clock hits zeros or that's an overtime win, Jackson Mahomes will post a TikTok video. That's it? Yeah. I'm not taking that. Doesn't he post like a post two TikTok videos? (laughs) Doesn't he post the TikTok video like every 15 seconds? I don't know how these TikTok creators work, Casey. (laughs) I'll do two. The line for Vegas, just so you know, is one and a half. I was hoping to get you at one, but (laughs) yeah, I'm not doing one TikTok video. You (laughs) fucking kidding me? That's like 15 seconds. Uh, We'll post. Two TikTok? I still don't even feel like I want to take that one, but I guess I will. Uh, yeah, I feel like Jackson Mahomes is uh, a guy who's definitely good for about 15 TikTok videos in uh, the in and around the Super Bowl. You got, right. any, you got any more beer bets for me? <laughs> we could be here all day for at least stupid ass beer bets <laughs> if we really wanted to, but no. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Oh my goodness. Casey's Casino Corner. That was that was something else. Um all right, all right, all right. Um I don't know how I did in the conference championships. It's about three years ago at this point. <laughs> um Okay. Let's go ahead with my favorite bet that I bet every year. Second half, more points than first half. Yeah. I don't I mean, see how that doesn't happen, right? It It's it's something that happens much more often than not, and the odds are slightly in favor of second half, but not enough hmm. for it to ever make sense. It yeah. just seems like um, it just happens so often. You know, uh, it, it should be Second half should be more of a favorite than it is. Um, next one, Jalen Hurts under two hundred and fifty and a half passing yards. So two hundred fifty passing yards or less for Jalen Hurts. I could see why you would take that, but I uh, because I have the Eagles winning, would not take that. Well, get ready for this one, <laughs> Miles Sanders. Over 13 and a half rushing attempts. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. That's a good one to pair with that other one as well. Thank you. You're that's welcome. A, that's a Hedge Eagles bet. have the lead. Well, no, it's the Eagles have the lead um, and are just running the ball a lot more. Hmm. I, both, both can hit. Let me put it that way. Yeah. That's it. Those are my three bets. Bam, bam, bam. You've done it again. Great job. <laughs> Got anything else you want to again? 
We got thirty-five minute pod. You got any? <laughs> well, we don't have a lot of uh, I, I, soliloquies I for teams if, that we if, don't if care if too much about. If I didn't add five beer bets, we would have been much shorter. <laughs> oh man, um, a lot less talking going on when the Jags and the Dolphins aren't uh, involved in the, in the games that are not done with the pod yet. So ahead of us. <laughs> anything? Anything else you want to? Is there anything that Kate uh, that Jess would like to add? Jess, Jess, would you like to add anything to the end of this pod? Nope, just laughter. Just laughter from Jess. Thank you for um, that. Uh, <laughs> we will be back next week. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts for us if you'd be so kind. You can find and follow us at Surf at Artificial Turf, all over on Twitter. You can email us at the same thing, surf at artificial turf at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you all next week on the Surf at Artificial Turf podcast. <laughs>